feeling ungrounded and depressed. So you decide to eat a tub of ice cream in your underwear, watching Forrest Gump. That's how you feel? That's how you feel podcast is all about life moments and ways in which you can help heal yourself. This podcast is through one person's journey where they hope you can find inspiration and healing through the breathwork techniques, guided meditations, and vulnerable weekly check-ins. Hopefully hearing how one person is healing can open up the conversation of what it means to be conscious and how we heal ourselves, we can thus help humanity. Mental health and overall well-being should be accessible and an open conversation so we can heal in healthier ways and be part of the solution and not part of the problem. In the words of Bruce Lee, don't pray for an easy life. Pray for the strength to endure a difficult one. That's how you feel. How's it going, everybody? It is November the 1st, 2021. Welcome to a brand new month. We are definitely up in this bitch, up in the Scorpio season. It has been intense. I don't know anybody that hasn't felt this shift. It's been so incredibly potent, but in the most beautiful and profound way. Like with Scorpio season, like we talked about, this is going to be like incredible levels of intensity, like passion, desire, um, you know, darkness. So whether that's like deep shadow work of just like pain and suffering and depravity, sadness, just feeling the heightened ability of everything you know the full duality picture of light and dark in it's truly profound like with scorpio it's known for what we would say death and rebirth or death and transformation and this is something that can either like quote unquote kill you or bring you back to life in so many different ways uh metaphorically speaking um where you know like sometimes it has to get really really dark for the brightest and lightest light to shine for you you know like sometimes we have to go through the most painful suffering in order to have the most successful and beautiful positive experiences in life I think I've like made this like correlation before of, you know, like, like childbirth, you know, it's like one of the most like excruciating, like painful experiences, but it is birthing the most like positive, pure love, uh, like feeling as well. So it's to have that true duality in life of being like, I am having to experience like my own suffering of like my trauma and my healing and it's really dark it's really sad it's painful excruciating like whatever the list goes on but on the other side of that is new growth new possibilities like it is the complete and total polar opposite of what you just experienced so if we can look at it more in that sense of being like hey i've got to do this work i have to feel the feelings i have to take myself to these levels and on the other side of that will be something brand new that will transform into something that's going to be the polar opposite of what i just went through 
You know, when one door closes, a new one opens. And this is totally what is happening in this season, what has been happening. I know for many people on this journey, they're like, bitch, I've been doing this shit for a long fucking time. I'm tired. And I know, I feel you. Like I myself have been on this journey for an incredibly long time. And the levels of death and rebirth that I've done are next fucking level. And everybody here has their own individual journey. Everybody has a story to tell. Everybody is unique. Everyone is special. Nobody's story is more important than anybody else's. Nobody is better than anyone else. And you are no better than anyone else as well. And that's something that we need to just keep reminding ourselves that we are all going through this in some level but with that being said this is where we can connect with each other too you know talking about these things that we would normally not discuss and it's like finding these safe spaces to like be able to discuss with like-minded people you'll see that we're actually very much connected that everybody is going through some sort of experience in their own life at any given time you can find somebody that you can identify with if you're willing to be open to that experience and i know generally speaking on this podcast i'm very private i guess you could say or just more that i've made it a very big point that i don't want a trauma bond with you guys and there's two definitions of trauma bonding the first one that you'll initially pull up is really going to be like that like stockholm syndrome situation where you know you are loyal to the things that are not safe for you that you are you know maybe confusing love with your abuser somebody that is physically emotionally mentally hurting you and you have connected this bond with them that makes it almost impossible to separate because you have completely reprogrammed yourself into believing what you think is a connection is actually really toxic it's abusive it's hurtful and that there's no happiness attached to this whatsoever that your entire system has been rewired and like completely screwed up that you're having to reprogram yourself and get rid of all that toxic conditioning get rid of that brainwashing and reassociate what you deem to be safe and secure loving kind whatever to something else that seems foreign to you um and it's really like a disgusting like fucked up thing that unfortunately a lot of us have experienced to some degree you know like if you've done like any like trauma healing and like looking up stuff like you'll probably like see like narcissism like narcissistic abuse like manipulation control like all that stuff will pop up for like this kind of scenario but it's honestly really a lot more subtle like like i've explained in other episodes like we need to like cut the labels down a little bit and like not make it sound so polluted because it's really subtle how much that type of interaction you can have with other people, you know, like whether that's like, you know, your boss like knows like they can just sweet talk you some way <laughs> into like doing something for them that you know you don't want to do, but you think like, no, they're, they're a good person or like they make up for it in here, even though they know that what they're doing every single time that they are quote unquote sweet talking you. Um, that's manipulation. Uh, so it's can, it can be something really subtle like that. Like if your abuser is fully cognizant and aware of their actions of what they're doing, trying to get something out of it, that 
that's fucked up and it's misleading you and you're getting it warped into thinking it means something else but anyways that's not really the trauma bonding that i'm discussing about uh the other definition of trauma bonding is really about staying stuck in this mindset with like finding another person you know like the phrase like misery loves company like where you're gonna trauma bond with other people that have gone through the same experiences like you just go to these like fucking meetings and you just vent about things or you just like have to share your fucking story with everyone else that's sharing their fucking similar story over and over and over again without really getting to the bulk of like your healing like yes talking about the things that have happened to you is important like validating yourself that you have endured these sufferings and sometimes yes it helps being seen and heard to share your your story with but like as we've discussed if you're going into with zero intent of like fixing it then you're just creating more of a problem that it can turn into complaining and gossiping in many ways and that's something that like i've kind of like found like you know during my healing experience where i was just like this is just toxic positivity in a lot of ways i was like this is just like fucking like victim ass shit like i don't condone that shit and that's not what i'm about and want to sign up for that i've been a little bit more reserved in expressing a lot of like my own personal stories for people because i think it's like a i think it kind of diminishes people too you know like you've probably like had a friend before where every time like you're talking about something that you're experiencing like they constantly bring up like their own experience where you're just like i mean yes it's kind of helpful but like i just wanted to talk about my own experience (laughs) you know and so it's another thing that i'm hyper aware of too of just being like i don't want to make it about me like yes this is my podcast and stuff but the whole intention of this podcast is to explain to you guys like my own journey of like the things that i've encountered along the healing journey and hopefully that can inspire other people to you know get new perspectives in their own healing journey or to inspire them to take the healing journey in the first place because sometimes we just need to have like that you know inspiration come to us or to hear things said in a different way that we may not have thought about or just to you know learn about new shit that we're completely unaware of and that's really what i hope that this podcast really embodies is like that really full-bodied exposure to to just yeah like as i always say you know new perspectives that you're not going to stay stuck in your patterning and your own thought process uh, process of stuff without like seeing how the rest of the world works you know like the more that we're able to have organic conversations with people that come from different backgrounds that have different viewpoints the better off we're gonna be because we're able to learn how you respond and react towards those situations that's that's how change is gonna happen and that's how acceptance is going to happen and that's something that you know i think is the main uh issue that i think a lot of the collective is feeling right now like i said like the last few weeks have been intense and a lot of those um you know themes is really learning how to accept the things that have happened to us in our lives whether that was people going through a lot of like ancestral wounds you know like things that happened in their family uh well maybe they're carrying on like you know ancestral things like that like they're healing for like their parents crap their parents parents crap and even 
far beyond that or just like healing from like your past relationships of any kind whether it was like work friends romantic whatever that we're healing that have uh, are preventing us from from moving forward and it's really just learning how to accept this shit and then the last thing really is just uh something that i just really recently felt like this week is body shaming man like doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman or non-binary like we all have you know you know self-confidence issues to some degree because of what our society is like deemed you know the archetypal image of a man or a woman or non-binary in this case as well for for what you're supposed to look like and we're attaching those shaming to a lot of our past traumas you know whether that was something maybe like you suffered from like sexual abuse as a child and that you were hypersexualized your your whole entire life and that made you feel some type of way about the way that you view your 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 physical self whether that gave you a a complex to constantly express yourself physically like the way that you look whether that's like wearing you know more provocative clothing or the way that you do your hair whatever and that's like turned into now this like you know like really egoic toxic thing about just feeling like you have to look good and other people that have the polar you know a polarized you know viewpoint of just being like i just don't like the way i look i've never liked the way i look i've always felt uncomfortable in my own body that i just didn't feel accepted i didn't feel loved i didn't feel secure i didn't feel safe like you know, it doesn't matter again if you if you're what gender you are. This this happens to everyone to some degree. Where all we're looking is to feel safe. We're looking to feel secure. We're looking to feel accepted, to be seen, to be heard, and to be validated for all that we are as we are. And that's something that's really scary. You know, like we we get so tied up in our minds um, that we begin to like warp our own realities about how we truly are. Like I know like for me personally, like in past relationships for both myself as well as like partners that I've had where sometimes you just can't see yourself clearly and the other person can see you better than, than you see yourself. And that's something that, you know, it's so sad. Like if you're like I've had definitely a relationship before where the other person just couldn't see what I saw in them and that just, you know, re- just really made the relationship challenging where you're like, I don't know what else I can do because it's not my responsibility. It was theirs to be able to see them for, for all that they were. And it was just, yeah, it just was so sad because you're just like, dude, like I fucking love you. I don't know what else I can do to prove to you that I love you. And I've had the extreme opposite where I've been in that same exact situation too, feeling like down on myself and the other person is, you know, loving me and I just cannot fucking understand it. And that's just our own shortcomings and our own healing about the way in which we view ourselves. But like, you know, with a lot of, this like trauma healing and stuff it's like people can fucking tell you to the nth degree for fucking years that just love yourself find acceptance da 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 and you're just like bitch but i can't (laughs) you know it's like it's not really helpful and it's really just about like one day something will click within you where you just have to keep going and you know one like tool that I definitely use for like body acceptance man because like 
I've done, so here's me being uh, vulnerable and giving you just context of just about a situation about body shaming that I personally have endured that I hope will just be something that people can relate to know that they're not alone in this and that hopefully that inspires them to just see things differently for their own perspective. I don't, we don't need to connect me like, oh my God, she's just like me or whatever, you know, it's not, it shouldn't be like this. It should just be like, damn. I heard it from her, you know, like how, how does that make me feel about my own situations or anything? Like I can shift in my own shit. Like I hope it'd be like that. Nothing like whatever, you know, (laughs) but long story short about like body shaming, man, like, you know, from the jump when I was young, I was very, um, and I never thought I was ugly. I never thought that I was good looking. I just knew I was like, I just look like a human, (laughs) And I kind of just was in that kind of non-binary stage where I was very much more of a tomboy than I was a very feminine woman. So I never, you know, sexualized myself in any way, shape, or form. I was just like, oh, damn, like, I just just look like me. I don't know. So, like, it was good that, you know, I always had kind of viewed myself as that up until I was about maybe like 10 years old. I was pretty much like that where I really didn't think that negatively about the way that I looked because it just wasn't something that I even knew about. Like I just thought I was a pretty average looking person and I didn't think that I was ugly or beautiful in any way, shape or form, which was kind of like a gray area because I didn't really know how I was supposed to feel. But I honestly think that was it was it was a good thing for me that I've never invested that much time and effort in the way that I've looked. I've never thought of myself as... um somebody like egoic where I would be like the polarized you know you know viewpoints of like I'm like this like most beautiful person or like no I'm the most ugly person you know it's never really been like that for me in any way shape or form but do I have like body shaming issues oh fuck yeah man like uh luckily you know like when I was younger um I was always fit like I had I was healthy like that's all I'll just say like I was completely and utterly healthy that I was not overweight, I was not underweight, I looked normal across the board. Like, I, I just would be the poster child for like, oh, you fit in the normal category, basically. Like, there's nothing special about you. That's basically how I viewed myself as nothing special. I was just a fucking human <laughs> full of bone, muscle tissue, you know, just skin and hair. That's just what I viewed myself as. Um, and then as I started getting older and realizing like, oh, like I like somebody and then they just did not like me. And then that started making me realize like, oh, that's because the way that I look. And I remember that like switching me where I was just like, wow, I'm ugly. Like people don't like the way that I look. And that was like fucked up, you know, because like, no, I was like, I don't think now I'm like, no, I'm not ugly. I just think I'm pretty like baseline. Like there's nothing, nothing all that fancy about me, but like, I know like I, my soul is super beautiful, but anyways, like I just started like putting like, um, my worth in other people's hands at like that, like, yeah, like 11, 12 year old age and started connecting the dots of like, that I looked, you know, not like other people and that superseded into like, oh man like I gotta make up for it in other ways where I was like at least I'm fucking funny man like I'm a good ass person (laughs) you know like I would just do stupid shit you know like 
I guess get attention that way um just knowing because I, I thought I was lacking in like the looks department and shit and it wasn't until like um like after my divorce I was like in my early 20s um I gained a lot of weight because I was super depressed like <laughs> I just was so fucking depressed. I just was like overworking myself, of course. As you know, that's my addiction. So uh, I was overworking myself. Like that was like the top of my burnout phase. Like I was working 80 hour work weeks. It was a fucking insane. I was super depressed and I just started eating and just like not taking care of myself that my body just completely de- deteriorated, that I gained hella fucking weight. I was like at my, at that point in time, I was at my all time like most uh fat you know uh weight ever in my life because I had always like up until that point I was this like almost the same weight (laughs) like I was normal all the way through and then all of a sudden I fucking exploded and then after that it was just this onslaught of just my weight would just fluctuate up and down up and down up and down and it was all directed uh with just like my emotions how I felt and I just always uh, after that point just felt fucking depressed and or I would go through really high highs and really low lows of just being like yo-yoing basically of like all right I'd get back onto it and like all of a sudden like I would be in like a better position and I would lose weight you know relatively quickly and so um yeah I remember like I you know after like I blew up I was like oh my god I'm gonna rebuild my fucking life again so I'm, like had like a big fucking shift and I like lost a bunch of weight and then I started like kind of repeating patterns again and then slowly it started going back up, lost weight again, yo-yoing like to the nth degree. And then this last go about, um, that I was embarking on, like I, I blew up, like I gained a lot of fucking weight and I topped out at like my fucking heaviest weight ever in my life. And that's when I hit like fucking rock bottom in that shit where I was just like, oh my God. Like, I look at photos now, and I'm like, holy fuck, I can't believe I was ever that fucking big, but it just, like, that's how depressed and just, like, beat up and fucking deteriorated I was. That's how much I fucking hated myself, and I've lost, you know, since then in the last, like, three years, but really in the last, like, year and a half, I lost 50 fucking pounds because I just was like, nah, like, I'm taking my power back. Like, I'm not gonna fucking treat myself like shit. It wasn't about me connecting it to like my worth it was just like I couldn't stand that I was doing this to myself I couldn't stand that I looked like this I just fucking hated it all I was like I have to be the change you know I gotta fix this and so I just took care of myself started loving myself making the time for myself and doing the fucking work like that's all it really was and through that all you know was about accepting myself every step of the fucking way like even days where I was just like I don't want to fucking work out I don't want to fucking eat this <laughs> like it was just like accepting where I was at and knowing that I loved myself unconditionally that I was gonna do what it takes <laughs> to get me into a better fucking space so you know like here we are now like that's like you know almost a year later from when I like really like switched shit up and I've had to learn full body acceptance within that time where I was like, I lost all that weight and I was like happier and stuff, but I still was like, you know, then like more fixated on like these goals and shit of just being like, man, I want to like look like this or like I, I, if I only get here, you know, I'll be better. And, 
you know, I realized, you know, like in my health journey, like I was like, yo, I had to undergo so many fucking experiments because my body doesn't respond um, to exercise and diet the same way like like a lot of these programs are. Like I had to do so much fucking work that I ended up getting like nine fucking certificates in health, wellness and fitness just to like figure myself out better. You know, that's really all it was, was just like I need to have this understanding to like find what's gonna make me feel really good about myself where I just feel like something clicks and it really wasn't about like I don't like myself that I'm gonna force myself to look beautiful like it was just like dude like what's going on like I'm trying to understand my body I'm trying to like figure this shit out of like why I feel the way that I do and so after this long arduous journey you know I kind of figured some things out and then I got to this point where I was like dude I actually now have to put on weight so I can like kind of get like more muscle definition. And I was like, motherfucker, dude. Like I was like, I really don't want to gain weight. Um, and so like over the last like few months, like and stuff, like I've kind of shifted into like I, I needed to gain some weight. So like I was bulking. I remember the first time I got on the fucking scale and that number went up. I damn near threw that fucking scale at the window. I was like, you got to be fucking shitting me. I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> I was like, fuck this shit. Like hells to the no like this is, this is not cool but like that's what it took you know because like I needed to build um build up more gain muscle mass for me to like actually chip away at some fucking fat dude so fuck it, like anyone that like embarks on like fucking fitness journey who was like you know would be considered like obese or whatever shit before it's it's the most like mind fuck ever for people that um you know, we're able to lose weight easily and stuff, like, be empathetic to those who can't, man, like, uh, my body is not programmed the way that a lot of other people respond, like, restrictive diets don't work for me, like, hella fucking cardio or doing, you know, like, certain amount of, like, input, output shit, like, doesn't work for me, it's really about, like, getting into, like, a tricking my system as well as, like, how I fucking feel, like how I mentally and emotionally feel about myself is going to dictate how my body responds. And it's such a fucking whirlwind, especially being a fucking empath, man. Oh my God, this shit's not fucking easy. And so I'll have like these really low days where I'm just like, man, like I'm putting in so much fucking work into this shit. Like, and for what, you know, it was just really learning about like true body acceptance of being like, you know what, man, like, yeah, I got fucking stretch marks. Yeah, I got fucking thighs that rub together. Yeah, I have fucking fat rolls and shit. And I just fucking got to a point where I was just like, I just own it. You know, like I would just like stare at myself in the mirror and just be like, this is me. <laughs> like, this is me. What can I do about it? Like, am I really all that bad for for looking the way that I do? And, you know, some days I would just cry just being like, fuck, dude, like... <laughs> this is not tight. <laughs> and then other days I would just be like, you know what? I see my whole self. You know, I really see the, you know, like I'll take like my stretch marks for instance of being like, damn, like that just showed how unhappy I was at one point in my life that I let my body go and how much work that I've done that now these are the scars that I have that show me how much hard fucking work that I had to put in to not be the way that I was before and just really getting to like that point of like acceptance was really hard and it's still 
you know can fuck with me to agree but like i like i said like luckily for me my looks have never been something that like i've completely based my worth off of that i always knew i was like man i'm funny as fuck dude and everybody loves like a little bit of a funny chubby girl everybody does <laughs> so um luckily i know like hey you know somebody out there will, will view me as beautiful and that's fine you know because like i'm not meant for everybody as like long as the people i do fuck with you know you know make me feel good about myself that's that's all that matters but at the end of the day i'm the one that has to feel good about myself and my and luckily i figured out that my worth has nothing to do with the way that i look you know i feel more uh worthy when i'm like damn i did a job well fucking done you know i feel successful today i feel like i helped people i feel like i contributed to society or whatever to to i feel like i've um accomplished things i feel like i've created things i feel like i've um experienced stuff or like had new you know just new ideas whatever like that's like what my worth is based upon that's like what makes me feel good it has absolutely nothing to fucking do with the way that i look but of course like you know in tandem with it it's like i also feel like great after like i finish like a really good workout or when i stick to like my fucking diet that also makes me feel good that i'm able to make these healthier choices that thus then reflect you know onto my outside you know appearance you know it's like the way that i feel on the inside i want it to match the way that i feel on the outside and vice versa you know and that just takes time you know just really being able to see things in that way so you know for everybody else like that's going through kind of like these body shaming moments or just like learning self-acceptance because like you know with with the healing journey you know it's far beyond just like what we you know show the the 3d reality you know it's like yeah, I might show up and I might have like a job, but that's not who I am. You know, it's like I could have, you know, incredible depression underneath it all and no one would see that. And I think a lot of these things is just like us wanting to be seen, to be heard, to feel loved, to feel cared for, to feel secure and safe for us to be completely open and vulnerable with people to really recognize and see our worth that we see in ourselves too. So I don't know if if that helps you guys at all, but I think it's just like me expressing the process of being able to um, to start like peeling the layers back one at a time. Like we're so much more than just one thing, you know, like we're multifaceted beings. We all have, you know, polarities of both negative and positive. We all have dark and light we're all going to have unique stories. Our journeys are all different, but the th- the one thing that we do all share in common, you know, is that we're all doing the same thing. We all have our own stories that we have to live. We all have our own stories to write. We all have our own hardships to overcome, and that's how we can be connected to one another and knowing that Yes, it may not be the same exact story, but there can be correlations and contexts that overlap with each other. And that's how we're going to be able to really be empathetic, really be able to make more deep, meaningful connections with people and see that we're all the fucking same. So by getting rid of like this cancel culture, like this labeling or like that I can only hang out with people that are like this or that, you know, like that's the polar opposite of what being like a conscious awakened soul is about the more that you uh, awaken to your consciousness the more that you see that you are exactly the same as everybody else and there's less of that resistance towards um you know excluding yourself that you're 
better than them like yeah some people will say like oh i don't think that i'm better than them but you know your actions might say something else though where you're like i don't i can condemning people for this or like i don't associate with people because of that like there's fine of being like yo i just don't fuck with your energy i just don't fuck with your energy but when you're like you know really going out of your way to like bash or like condemn something or like making it really obvious that you're different from them that's part of the fucking problem it's like i view people i'm like i'm no different than you man like i just have like maybe like a different little story and yeah we don't have to like see eye to eye and we don't have to like agree but like i can fuck with you if i want to or i don't have to hang out with you at all like it's really not that big of a deal where it's like i don't need to have to you know explain in depth of why this is the way that this is or how i am here and you are there like it doesn't have to be so fucking drastic and harsh you know it's like that's kind of like the beauty of like the universe is it's just like this completely unknown infinite like space (laughs) like it's it's really cool where it's like shit don't have to make sense shit don't have to fucking um have all of these like you know defined moments you know like some of the most beautiful things in life are undefined unknown and we don't always have to be constantly intellectualizing everything like we're really here like i've said before like to observe to observe and experience life to the fucking fullest and that's what I want to do. I want to like try everything, see everything, do everything, be everything that I can possibly be and to allow other people to do the same thing. And knowing that like, yes, I live in this um, world where I think people don't understand the true meaning of freedom, where actually to live within this 3D world, there's no such thing as quote unquote freedom, that we're all somewhat limited by each other because we have to interact with one another that i can't completely you know bulldoze you (laughs) that um for for the things that i'm doing in my life because we know that that doesn't have a good response but i can live sovereignly in this sense that like i don't i was already born with the innate ability to do as i please to say everything that I want to say, to, you know, like to speak my fucking truth, to live authentically. That's, that's true sovereignty. And I can do that in any construct of reality. Uh, but within this like 3d existence, we know like there's going to be limited, um, you know, definitions of freedom because that we are interacting with each other. It's like, in order for us to work together, we're, we're going to need to have some limitations so we're not completely stomping on each other. Otherwise, it's just going to be complete and utter anarchy, and that's, that's not going to work. So it's just going to be a completely, you know, um, like an egoic viewpoint of what freedom is, which I think a lot of things are, are happening in society right now, is that people are going to these really extreme lengths to force their freedom upon other people which is the polar opposite definition of freedom (laughs) so i think by us you know reconsidering the way in which we view um the things that we're quote unquote um advocating for representing and pushing our agendas onto other people we're actually taking away freedom from somebody else and so by us realizing that it's a very limited um source of freedom but that we can always remain sovereign within ourselves is the true you know (laughs) path to freedom so it's it's a very complex thing but overall i just 
you know, really want people to know that like we can always connect with anyone and anything at any given time if you're willing to be open to it. And that's up to you. Like you don't, you don't have to be open to the same thing that other people are open to, but you have to find what is something for you, for you to be open towards. And that will help you, um, let go of that, like resistance towards, towards change, resistance towards others and get more into that acceptance mode. So that's really kind of all the the things I just wanted to talk about in this episode of being like, Hey, life is really tough (laughs) and we're going through a lot of big shifts and changes, but we're all going through the same exact thing. It just may not look the same for everybody. So you're never alone. We're all in this together. And the more that you're able to know yourself well, to experience all that the universe has given you, whether that's these shadow moments of really dark upheaval moments in your life, that there is always a new dawn and a new day at hand. So just keep doing the work. I'm really proud of all of you guys. Like, I know I have an eclectic sort of listenership and I'm just really grateful for all of you. I'm really appreciative of the support that I have gotten from people. Um, you know, a lot of them are my friends and I love you all. <laughs> and other ones are, are other people that I don't know or people that, you know, maybe only have come into contact with slightly. But I hope that, you know, by you showing up and listening to this, it always is able to to be uplifting for you, that I accept you as you are, that I'm here for you in any capacity that I can be. So as always, you know, like hit me up on Instagram if need be. That's how you feel podcast. The U is just the letter U. And I'm of service to you guys and willing to hold space for you, help you move through these big transitions. You know, I'm blessed that I've kind of figured out my healing journey now and I know the levels <laughs> of you know, upheaval that it takes. I can handle death and rebirth like a motherfucker and I'm here for you guys in any way, shape, or form. So as always, keep shifting your perspectives and finding the delights in everyday moments. Love and light, Kate.